Hey, mystery seekers. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ken the Storyteller. And today, the tale is called Within the Walls of the Bread and Breakfast, Part 1. A place that's supposed to be warm, welcoming, family-friendly, and an escape to sit back and write a book like my character thought she would until the bread and breakfast became dark within. So when you're ready, mystery seekers, jump on board this coaster and travel through the mysterious mind of Ken the Storyteller. The Manning Bread and Breakfast was open for business after a long time restoring the estate and getting all the legal and financial matters settled. Mr. and Mrs. Manning and their son welcome all the cheerful guests in their home. Key, an upcoming author, enters the door, then an older lady who was very mysterious. But of course, the Mannings didn't judge. Key asked about nearby diners to get a bite to eat later as the older woman just stared at her with a strange look. But Key smiled nervously as she made her way to her room, looking back at the woman. As Key was settling in, she overheard a conversation she couldn't make out outside her door. So she peeks out to find the older woman having a chat with two other women. But it was odd to Key because they pointed at her door with a devious stare and then walked off. That night, Key made her way back to her room after spending hours at the diner writing. She walked back to her room to find the door was open, but none of her things were missing. She closes the door, trying to piece together her movements, maybe thinking she forgot to close it. After all, her book was the only thing on her mind, and that's why she was at the bread and breakfast. She wanted to be free of any distractions because her book was serious journalism on occults and satanic practices, so she was focused. She sat on the bed looking around the room as chills came over her and she jumped up because there was no window open. But she calms down thinking maybe her research was getting the best of her, so she laughs it off, gets in bed. During that night, calm but weird knocks would come to her wall where her bed was. Keith threw the pillow over her head trying to avoid it, but then the pillow was lifted off by the older woman who was standing right by her bed floating. Key tries to get up while yelling. With the blink of an eye, the woman was gone. Key jumps up, packing, wanting to get the hell out of there until the three ladies surrounded her, chanting voodoo spells, laughing wickedly as one scratched her arm with their long green nail. Key was in terror, screaming for them to stop. She screams and she screams until she heard loud knocking on her door. It was Mrs. Manning, wanting to make sure she was okay because someone complained about the noise in her room. Key jumps out of bed and tries to explain everything to Mrs. Manning, but Mrs. Manning tells her it was a bad dream, showing her the room looked normal. She tries to calm Key down by taking her to the sit area to get her out of that room for a bit. Key looks around knowing she wasn't going crazy, nor was it a nightmare. As Mrs. Manning checks in the other guests, Key rolls her sleeve up to find a scar from her attack, and she knew those old hags were fucking with her. She runs back to her room, locks the door, pulls her Bible out, and cites the scripture she was taught as a kid. She knew dark forces were attacking her because her book that was about to expose occult and satanic rituals. She gathers herself for an interview she had set up for her book. After her interview, Key enters the bread and breakfast on the edge. As one of the older ladies approach her and ask her, was she feeling okay? She looked disturbed. Then the older lady touches Key's arm and says, stop sticking your nose in business, you can't defeat. Then walks off whistling a chant he heard before while pointing at her with the green fingernail. To be continued, mystery seekers. Thank you for tuning in today for a tale. 
If you enjoy my work, please follow me on Instagram as Ken the Storyteller so you can be the first to know when I release episodes and on my future projects. Email me at kenthestorytellerms at gmail.com if you would like one of your mini tales of suspense or horror to be as a bonus clip. I'll be picking one of those a month to tell. And if you don't have a tale, the bonus is an open discussion, so feel free to contact me too. Visit and like my business page, Thrilling Novelist, where you can find all my content. The link is in the episode description. Mystery Seekers, the time has come. My second book, The Mental Journal I Kept on My Sister's Downfall, is available on my bookshop page. You don't want to miss out on my beloved sister's memoir that could help you or anyone you know through death, grief, rage, and forgiveness. And don't forget, Mystify Volume 1 is also available on Bookshop and Amazon Kindle. Mystify will take you to mysterious places of suspense and horror. Both books, links are in the episode description. I want to thank you all for your support. And until next time, keep a watch out for the mystifying world of suspense, horror, and thrills with your host, Ken the Storyteller. And please stick around for the bonus, a mini tale from one of my mystery seekers. I was eight years old when I saw her, a dark shadow that hovered over me as I went to bed every night for two weeks. I was terrified when night would come. I couldn't tell my mom or dad because I would be left out and sent back to bed being told to lay off the scary movies kid. So I prayed it would be quick and it worked. I just closed my eyes and she came upon me whispering something I couldn't make out and then disappeared into the night. I don't know why she visited me and why she stopped, but I thank God I haven't seen her as a grown person. Thank you, Jordan, for that tale. I'll see you next week, Mystery Seekers. Bye-bye. <laughs>